You're listening to DraftKings Network. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year to tradition, I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start, same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley, SAB, the CV, copyright 2024, Proximo, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Levator Show with the Stugatz Podcast. I don't think that we have ever started a Greg Cody Tuesday quite this way, where he's coming in a bit rattled, I would say, because Hee Haw 3 has taken off. He has now declined tour dates. <laughs> wow. they, they, uh, Hee Haw 3 had a paid gig as musicians to tour, expenses paid, huh. turned it down. They're too busy. Uh, they're not accommodating requests right now. Greg Cody's in high demand. <laughs> and he wants his intellectual property, and he's caused a problem at the company, and he doesn't understand the problem he's caused. We'll get to that in a second. Hmm. He's confused. Uh, you're talking in riddles. I, <laughs> I, I don't cause problems. I solve them. Right. All right. Well, David Sampson insists on coming on because he says you've, like, violated company Known policy. Known problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> David Sampson? What's his title with the company? Right. Good question. Well, he runs yes. the merch store. Does he? Yeah. Like, is he is there an apron on and, like, he's a salesman in a retail store? How does that work exactly? <laughs> you have salesmen in retail stores wearing aprons. Yeah, Home Depot. Aprons. Yeah. Home yeah. Depot, and Macy's. Apron, right. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Bring back retail. <laughs> Macy's? Yeah. yeah, Macy's, like, the, the you know, perfume counter. They have yeah. aprons and stuff. Right. They the put cosmetic. Uh, exactly right. They sure yeah. do. What's wrong yeah. with cosmetics? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with aprons? Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean. All right. So, but he doesn't understand that part of it. There, That's one thing you don't understand. Okay. He also doesn't understand that I told him before the show, there is something your son did last week that was very wrong, very wrong, and you would have been proud of it. Wow. That's hard to believe. What is it? What'd you do, kid? I took time off. <laughs> as as the he guy, had to go to New York. Uh, yeah, but okay. But let me tell some people the backstory. He had to go to New York. 
Mike Ryan had just left his position as executive producer. Company was in a lurch. One day to the next, Chris Cody shouts, hey, got to go to New York. And everyone's learning of it. And the company goes into a ditch with your son in charge. I'd call it one week to the next, but you can call it one day to the next. Well, it was a problem. It created a problem for the executive producer who had left with much fanfare, getting his father's music career off the ground. And three days later, Mike Ryan's stuck in the same job he's always in because Chris Cody shirked his responsibilities to go to New York. But Chris Cody is back and Mike Ryan's still here. He's still here. Is that Mike or is that a hologram? Mm -hmm. Sounds like great leverage for Chris. He left for two days and everything fell into a ditch. Right. I mean, at some point, it's a you problem. if If this is the guy you're looking at to hold everything together. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Look at this. Look at me. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It, he does country. look like George Washington today, but that's not George Washington. It's Larry David. What? This, yes. It's. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. It's a good Larry David. It's, it's visually funny, and I, I, I was about to come in here today in rage because nobody did the costumes. I've got Nacho Libre under my under my arm, and I'm like, no. Nope, why will no one pay their punishments? I come in furious. And I ask, Stu Gotts, does he have to pay any punishments? And they say, nope, he's all paid up. He kept yep. getting the golden helmet. He owes nothing. All his punishments are paid. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's paid like three in five years. <laughs> One time he's just put on a sweatshirt like like Rocky. Like he doesn't pay oh. any of his punishments. You got the costume. I was Rocky that day. Yes. All paid up. Stu Gotts is all paid up. I come in here, Nacho Libre, and as I'm ready to yell at Chris Cody, like, hey, who's in charge, Chris? Chris, are you in charge? Child of nepotism. You can't skip work when we need you to be executive producer as we're trying to figure out who the executive producer would be. And this part, Greg Cody, should offend you as an old-timey businessman. If we opened up the job of executive producer to the show, to the media crumbling around us, to anyone in the United States, the line would stretch from here to Dallas on people who want to sit in that seat Mm. to run the show so that they could come after Mike and respect all the things we've built around here. Your son flew to New York to do what? (laughs) To do what? Something that made Stugatz proud, which is not the way Metal Arc should be run. He did what he had to do, Dano. He did what anyone in his situation would have done. Okay, so explain this part to the audience. Explain this part. No, because I found out about this, and this is the doubly offensive part. Doubly offensive. Mm. While executive producer... He's flying to New York because he's got, I mean, this is very Miami, because he's got to go see about some cash. Cash. Because, because he's the big winner when it comes to a pool of people. A yeah, $500 pool. Like, I mean, yeah, you're yeah, making a little something a little out bit. of nothing here. Yeah, you know, a little bit just to get some <laughs> cash. $500 means more to some people than you, Dan. Like, right. You yep. don't even have to report that. Mm-hmm. I'd report $500 if I was you. I mean, I report every cent. <laughs> Same here. All right. Yeah. So we've said too much. Does everyone? No, not enough. Not quite enough yet. No, because this is my predicament, Greg Cody, who spawned this child of nepotism over here, who just stumbling his way into executive producer. Right. Every time, anytime you need somebody to fill in as the executive producer, I'm there for you. I, I just, you know, I would love, I bad. would love for I you to be our executive producer. I really I would. would. Teach, what, teach what are you doing tomorrow? To, teach me how to run the board and press what buttons when, and I'm there. Hmm. Please try this, Dan. (laughs) You think so? You guys think that would go well? Yeah. Lucy's saying yes. Put Greg Cody in charge as executive producer today. Yeah. Switch seats. Just show me where the Hakeem's laugh button is, and I'm good. That's all I need to know. Try to find. Oh, you think that seat's easy? No, I'm kidding. Of course, it's very (laughs) difficult. Christopher makes it look easy, and he's got big shoes to follow in Mike Ryan. What size shoe do you wear, Mike? 
Twelve. Yeah. See, big shoes to follow. Mike, where are you on all of this? Because I brought this to air against He's here you, against your will. You didn't. I didn't mean to do this to you, but I'm. You know, storming we in. We talked about it before. I said I didn't want to, and you still did it. So you, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> the very definition of you meaning to was premeditated. I don't want to discuss it because I was genuinely hurt by it. I. I found out that I was sitting in that chair, a chair that I thought I said goodbye to a week prior. I found out about it the night before. Yeah. I had a babysitter. I had to cut my night short because I found out as a surprise Chris Cody was off to New York doing something that I think he probably could have done during the weekend yeah. and not miss shows. But that's okay. Like That's his prerogative. I'm not here to PTO shame. I think I was more hurt than anything because I've spent 18 years trying to build that position into something desirable and we haven't prioritized looking outside for a candidate uh we're hoping that someone internally ascends and, and wants it and like to, greg to have to have a situation where i'm being surprised that i have to sit into it because the communication is such that someone decides and i understand why is it's a solid reason but I would have thought that chair meant more, so I was a little hurt by it. You just got to check the schedule a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I, I, oh did, I, I did check the schedule. It was not the day before. I just, no, I found out about it the day before because there was an email on Sunday that had talent schedule, and I came in on days that I wasn't scheduled for. I had, I had to cancel meetings, but it's fine. But at the heart of it, I was just genuinely hurt that this wasn't uh, being treated as the opportunity I thought it w I thought it would be after all the wor hard work that I put into it. Chris, it seems like you told somebody though, right? Like someone before you know the night before you left. Like you told someone a week ago. They did right. I don't. I don't. Right. Was they it didn't communicate it to Mike. Was right. it what? I think it's not the issue that the week before was Super Bowl week. It was okay. crazy. We're all coming back. Everyone's drunk for three days. Yeah, the communication, like whatever. I found out the night before. I come my night short. That's fine. That's not a big deal to me. The the part that hurt was this is an opportunity. And it it's not being treated as such. The opportunity to replace someone that isn't gone. <laughs> <laughs> or go pick up some quiche. <laughs> well, it was a good excuse. Okay, but no, this part of it. I mean, you, if you want to do the theater of the mind stuff, like we we know what's going on here, and I think it's a it's a pretty cool opportunity. And sure quite is. honestly, like I was hurt by it, and now I'll just prioritize looking at outside candidates. Oh. But child of nepotism here is in charge today, and he does look like George Washington. You do look more like a founding father than than Larry David, right? And is it is it the size of your jowls? Is that what's happening here? I don't. Ooh, is that it's more George powdered, Dub? more powdered wig than cul-de-sac? You tell me what it is, man. I looked in the mirror and I just like ran away. I was like, nope, don't like this. Generally, when you impersonate a Larry David, you do it without a beard. You got to shave. Go shave. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. commit. Got to go all the way on an impersonation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Billy, why were you laughing at Greg as he limped into the studio? I, laugh is, you know, I don't know that that's the right word. Greg's injured. He's playing hurt today. He, yeah. hurt his, he hurt his knee. It's not my place to put his business out there, but I heard what happened. And it sounded like a, a trying tale of what happened, how he hurt himself. And, you know, did I, did I giggle maybe the way he described it? Possibly, but... You know, we should be commending him for not just being here well, playing hurt, but you. also volunteering to step in in his son's absence yes. on the days his son okay. can't yep. be in All that right, chair. Lucy. If anything, he's a great team player Thank here. You, that I feel like, if I understood right what's going on here, he's being set up to be massacred shortly by David Sampson, which I don't understand. I really don't. I don't massacre easily. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm taller than Samson. Yeah. I could beat him in arm wrestling. He doesn't intimidate me. Really? really? He's it's a gonna, nice dresser, it's, it's though. It's going to be a I mean, physical fight. Sharp. Really, a physical <laughs> yeah. fight. I would like the idea of whatever, whatever this dispute comes down to being settled by an arm wrestling contest. I feel Bring like it. that's fair. Samson's a rabid spider monkey. What? He will climb up your arm and what? he will break your arm in pursuit of the things that he wants. He's he, never broken an arm. He could beat me in a marathon. You think you, you think you could beat David Samson in arm wrestling? Did you not see what happened to A.J. Burnett? Pierce Nichols, A.J. Burnett. <laughs> not surprising. Arm wrestled Samson. If you said to me, baseball player from your past that has Pierce Nipples, AJ Burnett, first name. Yeah. Hmm. Why would anyone say that to you? It'd be a weird thing to say, but it'd be the first name I'd say. <laughs> back. You would have an answer, though. I can't, you would have an answer. I don't if it came up. Like, what I mean, the hell would that come up? Exactly. Number so two, someone, Dallas Braden. Someone comes up to George Washington and says, name a baseball you, player, I mean, Pierce Nipples. You would be like, why would someone do that? You're walking down the street. It's <laughs> George Washington, and someone comes to you aggressively and says, name a baseball player, Pierce Nipples, and you go straight to the 90s, A.J. Yeah. Burnett. A.J. Burnett. It's a random category right there. Is there a Hall of Fame here? Why? are you thinking about these things? It's a Jeopardy category. I think it's the tattoos. It connotes nipple ring. <laughs> if Jeopardy ever has a category of baseball players with pierced nipples, How great would things have fallen off. AJ Burnett would be like 100. <laughs> Daily double. I don't understand what you're doing, though. Stu out here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe's variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Don Lebertard. That's how it's going to end. The, the, the mailing it in the end of the retirement. Chris, go get me this. It's just going to be him coming out and hitting the one or two notes of that kind of thing and you know it and then just giving us finger guns and leaving. Baby. You should listen to the Great Cody Show podcast because that's all we do for 55 minutes a week is just say catchphrases. We even make songs about them. The, and you know it is a song. For crying out loud, that's great. Hopefully, that's a, a, a Suey nominee for best song. And you know it, baby, and you know it. Stugats. And you know it, baby, and you know it. And you know it, baby, and you know it. And you know it, baby, and you know it. This is the Dan Lebatar Show with the Stugats. Speaking of, I just want to explain the audience something, uh, Stugatz, because some people here who have uh, listened to us nationally might not know the story of the Florida Panthers and Steve Goldstein and when a voice for a team 
becomes really a voice for a team during a cool time. Somebody who, when you're hearing his enthusiasm on calls, many of you who grew up with him in the Panthers organization, are hearing your emotion carried with him, and you've watched for long enough to see him become a really excellent broadcaster, like sculpt the skill. Hockey's tough, man. That yes. is a fast sport. And, and he is clean. No one's got any objections to how Steve Goldstein has mastered his craft, and he's done it 20 years in this market, as hockey has been like a pretty shitty thing for most of those years. And to see him carry that call, let's get that call for uh, Roy and Mike, because they weren't here yesterday when we played it the first time. What a cool moment at the end of this Washington game, not just to have it end this way, when you know you've got the best team, they're playing all the most fun hockey, everyone in the sport hates them, but they're exciting, and now they're yours, and the call's coming to you from a grassroots broadcaster who's flying down the ice with you and taking your enthusiasm with him. Milano, stripped away by Gustav Forsling. Milano again, stripped away by Sam Bennett. The Panthers try to win it. It's Bennett. It's Forsling. Let's go home, baby. Gus wins it in overtime. It's musically perfect because of all the history it carries down the ice with it. The other thing that Goldie does, and he does it so well, because you mentioned he's been calling games for this team, and this team has been lousy for a long time, and Goldie's been right there for it. So what you're hearing in his voice the last couple of years is a guy who has been there with you, with the fans, through the downtimes, and now is having a blast calling games for this team because this team is fun, they're young, they're exciting, and he gives that off with every single broadcast. But he comes from old-timey sports radio in this market when all these guys were kids and they all grew up with him in this market. Like, it's hard to get out of this market into the national mainstream, and he's done it because he's excellent, and the enthusiasm around this team is real. And I was just curious with Roy and with Mike, you hear that and feel what? Um... Even before he got the Panthers gig, I worked on his weekend show at 790 The Ticket. This was back when he had hair. He had hair at the time. So to see him. (laughs) So to see him making these highlight calls like this is just like. It's like watching your kid grow up. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's. Did you just become Goldie's dad somehow? Like, what's happening here? I remember when I saw a young goalie every Saturday morning on Sports Bang, and I said, this, this guy's destined for greatness. I mean, Roy has been a local observer of Miami sports media more than most, I think. Like, that he's he's actually viewed Goldstein's career from the bowels of next to Stugatz in sports radio. Literally worked with him. I recall when I was a wet-behind-the-ears high school graduate uh, that attended a job fair hosted by the Florida Panthers uh, mm-hmm. and then became a sales intern, hopped up on a aim instant messenger and and new metal mm-hmm. going to uh what at the time was the ncrc and seeing steve goldstein oh, oh, who at the time was just a an in arena host giving out of town updates and he would just always be around he was a grinder that, that wanted that job from pretty pretty close to the franchise's inception he's really worked on his craft he's improved made a lot of leaps has uh, also in recent years added a signature call that you've seen there uh he's a testament to hard work in this market because that 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 is very much just hanging around and grinding he has survived several different administrations over there at the Florida Panthers. Nobody survives all of those administrations. Like, nobody does. They. It's hard for... Look, forgive me, Mike, you know that organization better than I do, but 
there's so much turnover there through ownerships that there's always a new grift in town coming to try and make that franchise work. And the last crew now has the best crew and they're trying to build something different. This is not an organization of lifers. One of the things I want to point out about last night, like the Heat win again, okay, Stugatz on the road, four in a row. They do it at Sacramento and Bam says to everybody, nah, it's a bonus. Like, I, no, I'm better at this than you are. Uh, they, the Heat with whatever they throw at you, do something that is taken for granted in this market. They always matter. Sacramento, look at their past. They're never any good. You don't get to go through administrations always being relevant. When, when Stephen A. Smith is going back and forth with the Pelicans and he's saying, in 22 years, you guys have won two playoff series. Like, it is hard to do what the Heat do with whoever it is that they have. And I'm watching the Panthers come into this sphere and be something exciting from Broward that's different, but that's not a crew of lifers. That's not a crew like the Heat's crew is a Heat Well, crew. on the broadcast, certainly they are. Moeller and Goldstein, I would dub as, as Panther lifers. Red Deer was, uh, yes. was brought in very early on in the franchise history. Goldie was around uh, for, I mean, decades at this point. So the broadcast team has absolutely grown up with you, and I think that they do. On both teams, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, but uh, with a... A franchise that has so little history, at least in the broadcast booth, you have people that you know have been with this franchise for the vast majority of their professional careers, and they they truly love it. And it shows in the broadcast, I think. Greg Cody get moved by this stuff? I do. Um, Goldstein has paid his dues in this market, worked his way up, and I want the voice of my team to be honest at all times. Like when, when the team sucks, I want the play-by-play guy or the voice of the team to reflect that, to reflect how the fans are feeling. And right now the Panthers are the best they've ever been and the best in the league. And I want a homer voice at this time in Panthers history. I want that. You want Steve Goldstein. Yes, yes. I want that because, right. it, because it reflects how great this team has become. Did Goldie die? <laughs> uh, no. I just thought it was a cool call. Yeah. Great call. It's yes. a good. two days ready to go. You know and for Forsling to bounce back from that injury, so cool. He has a great hockey voice. Yeah. He does. Chucky's back tonight, by the way. Nothing worse than watching a hockey game with a guy calling the game who doesn't have a great hockey voice. He doesn't have this classic hockey voice, though. No. He, he's, he's got a very unique voice for, for play-by-play, especially in that sport. And he is a South Florida guy. So it's really cool. And I think he's risen to the level of getting close to national prominence. I've seen over the last few years him get the occasional national gig. He's called multiple Olympics on the radio. Yeah. Am I missing something here? Doesn't, uh, when you ask about Steve, you're asking about an accent. There's some New York in his accent. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, he's been down here in South Florida for what, 30 plus years at this point? But to be a voice in hockey, there aren't that many of them, right? These are cool broadcasting jobs. Like, I, I don't know if people have been noticing also locally, uh, Jorge Sedano is now learning the craft of how to do play-by-play all over the place because he wants to be versatile as the media changes. Like, to ride one of these rockets as a broadcaster, you get to go along for the ride in a way that also helps you economically. More people are hearing you. They're listening to your story. They start to know your story. You develop a connection with the team. Oh, this guy rides with them from there, the same way Eric Reed rides with the heat from back there, where he slices Doc Rivers the other day with, uh, oh, it's a lot easier talking under the headsets, Doc Rivers, as you coach the Bucks, giving your opinions. Eric Reed saying that slices more because you know it's a voice that is courteous and decent, but also 
just slaughterhouse Homer. <laughs> like slaughterhouse Homer. Like, okay, we're going to ride this. And, oh, you don't like our team? We'll ride the magical carpet ride of Eric Reed and Steve Goldstein. are going to gallop into the galaxy being Homerific for the rest of your lives. Unless you're Trip Tracy of the Carolina Hurricanes, who wants to uh, celebrate Matthew Kachuk getting yanked from a game because oh, of injury. Man. Disgusting display. And his apology, if you can call it that, wasn't really one at all. Uh, he he set a really bad example for the youth of America. Hockey, bro- <laughs> hockey broadcaster. Yeah, well, I got the memory of an elephant, Mr. Tracy. Wow. <laughs> Stugatz once called Mike Greenberg Goldie. I, I do did. like that idea, Goldie. Of, uh, Goldie. Greedy. I like the idea. I have a friend named Goldie. I called you Goldie. <laughs> was a, kind of that. a name is Trip. <laughs> was, I can't believe we, I can't believe we smuggled that sound away from ESPN <laughs> that it wasn't so valuable to them. I do like that idea, Goldie. Of, uh, Goldie, greedy. Goldie I like Bird. the idea. I have a friend named Goldie. I called you Goldie. That's our intellectual property. We smuggled it away. That's too hot. on ESPN. Why did I stop and explain? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Goldie. Because you couldn't believe you were tap dancing with Goldberg. You, those were the heights. Those were the heights of. Broad- I was tap dancing with Greeny. That's a fun. Goldberg. That's a fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Goldberg. Goldberg. Goldstein. Oh, yeah, Goldberg. Greenberg. Yeah. Goldberg. A lot going on yeah. there for you, Dano. The hammer. The hammer. Hammer time. I do like that <laughs> idea, Goldie. Of, uh, Goldie. Greeny. I like the idea. I have a friend named Goldie. I called you Goldie. Kick Brett hard in the head to end his career. Yeah. Reckless wrestler, it appeared. Bill Goldberg. <laughs> Fakes don't go through <laughs> love My favorite thing in pro wrestling is how much Bret Hart hates Bill Goldberg. He even insists on calling him Bill Goldberg because he knows he hates that instead of just Goldberg. Got kicked in the head by Bill Goldberg. Cost me $17 million. What's the matter, Dan? <laughs> you got Hank confused with Greedy, Goldie I'm confused so, with... Yes, yes, that's what's the matter. That's all. It happens, that, I know, but that's... So I've got a fine on, on Goldberg. $35. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I counted seven fines. <laughs> Are you really digging into your... You still have a wallet. Look at you. So, Greg, you're about to go up head-to-head with Samson in a couple minutes, right? Are you prepared? Like, what, 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 Dan, what advice can you give him? Because I feel like he's being set Billy, up for a blindside no, here. Yeah. You know Thank what's you, going Billy. on, but Greg doesn't. Right. You have the information here. No, you're I, leading no, him I, to no, a slaughter. I, I don't know what's going on. I've asked Chris. I've, Samson's insisted on coming on because we've got a legitimate uh problem on our hands and i don't know the depths of it chris do you because samson insists on coming on to talk to greg about it on air i just got a text i need to come on tomorrow it's business wow and I, nothing it, personal he didn't even say nothing personal he was just like business gotta talk to your dad wait and like, see. okay 927 like i don't know more than that but why don't you just call him like you guys could call each other i don't know what the allegation is i have no idea greg i will say this regardless of the allegations i side with you thank you okay i appreciate that i don't need a single detail i side with greg thank Cody. you can we decide this based on vote I think like if not arm wrestling can votes decide how this ends uh, it is election season dan uh sure but what is that going to prove to anybody I mean, Nothing. You're in charge, so we just ask you, can we decide it via votes? I mean, it depends on what the accusation is. Yes. John Rocker would also be on my list. Huh. Pierce Nipples? <laughs> hey, guys, it's Tony. I am very, very, very excited about the NBA playoffs. They have been incredible so far. 
Taylor, producer on the show, thanks to Game Time, took a 28-hour train ride to a Knicks game. Talking to Taylor, it was an awesome time going to the game, feeling the energy of the garden, and I really want to get out there to watch a game in the garden. And you know how I do it? Of course, the best ticket app on the planet, Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which makes getting playoff tickets even faster and easier. Prices on the Game Time app actually go down the closer it gets to tip-off with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, which is a technology I love, by the way, Game Time has tons of last minute deals. You can save up to 60% off buying last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, theater. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app today. Create an account. Use code DAN, D A N, for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DAN, D A N, for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Don Lebertard. I miss crank windows. Too many unnecessary conveniences now, cruise control. Please, I've got cruise control built in. It's called my right foot. It controls how fast the car goes. No button or steering wheel lever needed. Power steering. There's another one. Why do I want to give my power to the car? The power that I once had. The car is a ton of metal. I'm a damn college graduate. Stugats. Bluetooth. HD radio. Satellite. I'll take AM, please, with Wolfman Jack talking through the static. And I'll crank the windows down so everybody can hear. I'm Greg Cody, and that's how it was back in my day. This is the Don Lebatar Show with the Stugats. Billy, I have a concern here as we onboard David Sampson here shortly because I've got a problem. Like, we run the company, but Sampson runs the merch store. I, you know, I said last week, and this is genuine, what Greg did to me didn't feel terribly fair, where he's texting me, hey, I want to put merch up on my store, give me an answer. I just want to make sure it's cleared. My people are worried, but I'm just checking in. What should I do? And 27 hours later, I said, check with our COO. And then he said, nope, ship sailed. I already did it. And now things are for sale. <laughs> and now I've got a problem where David Sampson's bothering me with shit I don't want to worry about because LebetardAF.com is just a little place that was in meant, it was meant to pay some employees some extras, and it's turned into this ugly thing that's now run like a business. But Greg was asking you. He wanted a quick answer. He made that very clear. Yes. 27 hours later does not work for Greg Cohen. Uh, yeah, evidently I mean, not. Not right. fast enough. COB, Dan. Uh, I mean. Got to be more prompt. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's what happened, and we'll bring on David Sampson in just a, sec- a second. A what? But- a second. Thank okay. you, Roy. Oh. Uh, but, Billy, uh, Greg has yeah. had his foot up on the table in one of these rotten boat shoes that is... Uh, Neck shoes. Same from the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of, this is a new one. He finally got rid of the ones that were you buried in the backyard. Right. What were those? How old were those? Oh, those were from the 70s, I think. Um, Deck Cody. Yeah. Uh, Deck and Deckel. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I have new ones that I got for Christmas, but I can't bear to part with these. So I haven't even begun breaking in the new ones yet. Uh, but what's happening? So what, what's happening me. with your leg? Because Billy was laughing at the way you limped in because you weren't even talking bowling injury. You came in saying, "Hey, I'm not going to be able to make bowling." Well, yet. no, questionable. He hasn't I'm ruled himself out yet. Right, day to day. I'll mm. throw a practice frame 
to see how it feels. Uh, when I tweaked my left hamstring, you couldn't, you know, that's my plant foot. Mm -hmm. So I knew that that would disable me for a couple of weeks. But this right. is a is an injury that feels like it's in the back of my kneecap. Oh, boy. And, uh, and it hurts when I sit and when I stand. I injured myself sitting oh, on a couch. That's great. And uh, I sat awkwardly, <laughs> felt it right away. I uh, had a fine night's sleep, but then when I woke up this morning, ouch. I literally said the word ouch, mm, wow. which I never say, say. It's like last week when I sneezed and the actual sound was achoo. When I woke up this morning, I stood up and I actually said the word ouch. Are you wow. sure you didn't say ow? Does. No, Most I didn't say ouch. Ow. No. I said ouch, yeah. and nobody was in the room to hear me. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Did it really happen? Wow. It, no, it did. It did really happen. Well, this, is the, this is the problem with the renegade parts of this business. That... Uh, Greg Cody's Achu now could be his intellectual property because we haven't signed any contracts yeah. about how that sound gets used. Yeah, when we're, I said it. We're a free media thing. All our sound is our own. Now Greg Cody wants to fight about whether Hee Haw 3 is his or Hee Haw 3 is Metal Arcs. Did you say we're getting paid for the merch store? I mean, are we getting paid for the merch store? David Sampson just sent me a text. He's very upset. He said, let's go. I don't have all day. I all right. Mean, well, you guys have at it here. All right. Sampson, come on. Uh, Sampson. Yeah, no. Well, Sampson, uh, just you're in charge of the merch store. So I've got chaos on my hands. What's happening now? Well, the reason why you have chaos on your hands is that you asked me to do this. And then when I call you to tell you that something has to be done, you wash your hands of it, pretending that you're above it and you don't want to upset anyone in your employ. So you play both sides and then you tell me that I have to do it. And the only way I can reach you is on air. So I wow. needed to do it today. Greg, Strong we go back a long way. Yes. And I am sorry for what I'm about to do, not. But you violated our company policy and no one's gonna say anything, so I have to. And instead of telling you what you did, I was going to sing it to you, though you did not invite me to be a part of Hee Haw 3. So I merely need to deliver this message to you very clearly. Is that what this is about? No, no. This is about money. Clearly only money. Not fame, not fortune, just money. Mm -hmm. Dear Mr. Cote, it has come to our attention that you have been selling clothing merchandise using intellectual property owned by Metalark Media and Den Lebitard that's without dispute. proper authorization. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's in dispute. Oh, we haven't even started. Okay, this I haven't even started either. This unauthorized use constitutes a violation of our copyright. Violate Metalark Media and Dan Lebitard hold exclusive rights to the intellectual property associated with our brand and content. Your sale of merchandise without our consent infringes upon these rights and undermines the integrity of our brand. We demand, we demand, <laughs> Greg Cote, that you immediately cease and desist what? from selling any merchandise that utilizes Metal Arc Media's IP, including, wait for it, Greg, but not limited to trademarks, logos, any proprietary materials, and you don't have 27 hours, my friend. You have 24 hours upon receipt of this message. Yeah. And then you're the going to have me arrested part, or what? Well, I'm glad you asked. Failure to comply with this demand will result in further legal action to enforce our rights under copyright law. We reserve the right to pursue all available remedies, including seeking damages, including from Chris, should you be unable and unwilling to pay. Any financial harm 
that has been caused by your infringement. Okay. So may I respond, or are you on a filibuster here? Hmm. Uh, like, Please. do I have a chance to respond? Oh, you will have to respond. Good. Can Chris respond? in writing. I'm eager to respond. I'm ready to Please vote. I object. <laughs> in writing within 24 hours of receipt of this message that you have ceased all sales of infringing merchandise and that you will refrain from any future unauthorized use of Metal Arc Media's mm. intellectual property. Okay. Sincerely, not Dan Levitard. I asked him to sign this. He refused. Therefore, I'm signing it. Yeah. And... I do have the authority under Metal Arc Media's umbrella to sign this letter. Okay, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And if you need it in writing, then grab a pen off your desk and write what I'm about to say. Um, two things. Number one, the phrase hee-haw is my intellectual property. <laughs> and I am absolutely entitled to sell hee-haw merchandise on my website. I have an attorney who will back me up on that. Number two... A, an unnamed, high-ranking Meadowlark uh, executive, dare say, ranked above the level of merchandise store clerk. I did uh, not approve. Okay, I did not approve this. It was I not Dan. Not, I did not. It was, a, it was another unnamed, high-ranking. You didn't give executive. me. There is no one higher than Dan. You didn't give me time to respond. I responded 27 hours. Right. You got to talk to the COO in charge of this. It's the second in command okay. there. All right. I. I have, so it wouldn't have to go up to Skipper, the dumbass merch store. Wouldn't have to bother. Skipper is the most powerful man in sports. You're gonna bother him with your merch? I, with he and Haw. He Haw three. My day up. I have text proof oh. that I had wow. at least uh -oh. tacit approval tacit approval to go ahead with this. And, and so between my intellectual property attorney siding with me and my high-ranking uh, Meadowlark executive mm. uh, in, in text form granting approval, you have no case, David Sampson, wow. that kind of thing, so forth and so on. So, Mr. Cote, I, I appreciate your prompt response, but you're miss, you missed two very important things. Yeah. One, Lebetard AF has been selling hee-haw merchandise since its inception, and the reason why it is intellectual property yeah, of and they, Metal and they Arc. Yeah, and they should cease and desist doing so. Wow. Well, oh, I would, I would you certainly serve encourage yeah, you right. and yep. whatever serve South Florida lawyer you have. You right. have 24 hours, David, to write back to... to Greg on that one. Oh, he cease will not. Desist. Please send a cease and desist to John Skipper. This is good. Our merchandise. Company publicly fighting over like four hundred dollars in t-shirts. What are we doing? Great look. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna hire lawyers on both sides to fight over a he and a haw. Yeah, I don't have to hire a lawyer. I married one. Listen, Dan, if you want to solve it, you can end this right now. Yeah. If you want to relinquish vote? rights uh. to your intellectual property to Greg. And Greg Cody and the Greg Cody Show, by all means, just tell me. I don't have skin in the game because I make the same amount off the merch store as Stu Gotts. Ooh. Zero. Yeah. You're the one who makes the money off the merch I, store. No, I don't. As a matter of fact, I... No, I'm talking to Dan. I, I coined the phrase, I eat butt all the time. It turns up on a Levitard Show merch store. My phrase, <laughs> wow. my intellectual property, I got nothing. Damage. I didn't even get a free t-shirt. My hobby. Said that on this show. Ooh. Yes, huh. thank Please you. Please keep in keep mind, it. folks, that every word that's said <laughs> when you have a Metalark microphone is property of Metalark. Yeah. What if it's my... All of the ideas and fun Bits and intellectual property is owned we, by Dan. What if I say Nike? Does Metal Arco Nike? We can't keep calling. Contextually, yes. We cannot keep doing this thing of I eat uh, butt all the time is property that's intellectual.
It, As is I'm he not, and all three. I'm not going to have this creative but company hell. ruined by I eat butt all the time. Is that Metal Arcs or is that theirs? Is he his or is Haw theirs? <laughs> he Haw is my intellectual property. And I'm going to challenge the audience to rebel against the authoritarian David Sampson mm-hmm. by going to the Greg Cody Show merch store or what's nope. it called dot com. It's whatever it's called dot com. Whatever it's called dot com. <laughs> whatever it's called dot com. Is not allowed, right? And buying this. <laughs> Merchandise. Wait, Whatever it's called. You com. cannot promote you wrote it your down. website Come on. on the Wait show, a minute. Greg. Wait a minute. Yes. Greg now Cody. Dan's promoting Greg, it, Greg, you can't be so bad at this. You cannot be so bad at oh, this. Oh, yes, he can. That you ask your son the incompetent. Right. We just coined the. We just bought the phrase a couple of days ago. I haven't memorized it yet. Right. I, I said, "What's this? Whatever dot com." Did you buy it when you were sitting in that chair? Whatever it's you called. Don't own it. yeah. We're going to break your website right now. I want sales of that show. I'm going to cut uh, without even wanting to or needing to. I'm going to give Levitard a five percent vigorish of all sales. What are you doing? Wait a minute. Video. He's taking a hundred percent of your sales. Video is promoting their website instead of ours, David, because this is what happens. It's outrageous. This that is- has to be edited out. We are not promoting other people's websites. And Greg, now that you've been warned, any revenue that you get from this live moment on for a hee haw shirt that actually just adds to our Do you know how much this is worth Do you know how much this terrain is worth you just wasted our time with promoting your website and causing me a problem with this guy because we're fighting over he and haw come on this offends mike ryan and it should i mean i don't know who this tacit is guy who's just given approval left yeah. and right. Okay. It's a high-ranking executive. Is it time to vote I'm not going to throw him under the bus. You're welcome, Greg. I will privately show the text to Billy. Uh, to those hey. in my coterie. How's this of, vote uh, going to go? I'm just going to have full-scale employee revolt. I don't I mean, I don't know how the election's going to go. It's fixed. Wow. <laughs> Do you know how hard Thanks. it is, Samson, to enter a dispute? Stugat says, sight unseen, I side with Greg Cody, and he leaves the dispute <laughs> feeling like he's never won bigger. I'm the little guy. Stugat here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect Monitoring. Monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.